Welcome to today's episode of the Big Sauce Podcast. We got Luke on the pod today, and we're going to be talking about the recent news on the on the stove. Last time we talked news, Lindor had just been traded, but it's been a pretty eventful week since then. Luke has all the news on deck, and he'll start it off. So, Luke, what do you got? Yeah, so um, the the stove is really starting to heat up recently. We've had a we've had a, a lot of moves recently. Some of them not as big as others. Um, so let's let's just start with uh, probably the biggest one. It's uh, going to be George Springer to the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, George Springer is a proven guy who can play in the playoffs. He's a a big time player. I mean, a, a big game player. He he's, he won World Series MVP. He's a three time All Star. He, he can run, he can hit, he can field. He's a true five-tool player, and this will really help the Blue Jays, I think. Yeah, I think this lineup, it's like this lineup's a young lineup, but with Bichette and Vlad, we saw Vlad lose it in a way he looks in much, he looks like in, he's in much better shape. We saw him play in, I think, Dominican League, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I think it's Dominican League. Yeah, somewhere in Central America, and that, like, he looks so much healthier. Uh, I expect he, like I, people are thinking, oh, he's too fat. He can't play third base. He has to move to first or DH. I, I think with his new body, he can play first and third, and hopefully his defense gets higher up. And his, um, his like he always hits nukes, but maybe with his new uh, build, he can probably hit for a higher average. And this yeah, line, yeah, yeah, and so. Springer to this lineup, it's like, it's, I, I think this team, like, Cormac told me earlier that this team is now the second in the East, but Luke, do you think they're better than the Rays now, or what? Uh, yeah, I, I think they are, I mean, I think Springer is a, is a good veteran for this team, he's, he's 31, he's played in the playoffs, as I said earlier, so I mean, I think this probably puts them above the Rays, I don't think they're quite above the Yankees quite yet. Um, not getting Brantley uh, kind of hurt them because their lineup is really right-handed heavy. I believe they only have two left-handed hitters in that entire lineup. So it's it's really right-handed heavy, but it, it's still an extremely talented young lineup. Yeah, so let's transition that into someone that we thought was going to the Blue Jays. I don't know, like, everyone thought it was confirmed, but then I saw, like, MLB never, re- never reposted it. And like even when they posted, it's not 100% yet until the source themselves say they were traded. I don't, I don't think you should believe it. But yeah, the I thought like maybe if Brantley were to go to the Blue Jays, it could have been a battle between the Yankees and the Blue Jays, and maybe Blue Jays were a better team. Him staying in Houston, I mean, maybe he's just comfortable there. He's been there last th- three years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, two or three years. Yeah. yeah, so I think he's probably comfortable with the team. So what do you think about him not going to Toronto and staying in Houston? Yeah, I mean, I, I love Michael Brantley. I'm a big Michael Brantley fan. I mean, he's uh, he would have really helped Toronto because he's a left-handed hitter, another veteran. He doesn't strike out much, which would help them because I think they have a lot of guys who are going to strike out a lot. And, I mean, the people... It was basically confirmed that you had Ken Rosenthal talking on OMB Network about how, what he was going to do for the Blue Jays, how they are going to trade one of their other outfielders and get pitching help. I mean, it sounded like it was confirmed. They were talking about how Brantley and uh, Springer were friends 
and now all of a sudden he's back in Houston. So I don't know what happened exactly, what what changed, but um, yeah, I mean, he's a he's a phenomenal player, and it, it hurts the Blue Jays, and it, it really helps the Astros, I think, for them to keep him because he's a he's a great player. All right, let's talk about another, uh, probably the biggest pitching move in this last week. We saw uh, Corey Kluber to the Yankees. I don't know, Luke, if you consider that the biggest pitching move. Maybe Lester's a bigger one. I don't know. But I think Yankees, they have a lot of money. They can just trade for whoever. It doesn't matter. They just have, like, the biggest market in baseball. Probably, yeah, the most historic team you think about baseball. Even people that don't watch baseball know about the Yankees. So, Luke, what are your thoughts on this move? Corey Kluber to the Yankees. Yeah, I mean, you, you said it right, uh, you think baseball, you think the Yankees, you think the pinstripes, the the Yankees are the, the biggest market in all of baseball. Um, and Kluber going to the Yankees is an interesting one because he's been injured basically the entire entirety of his last two seasons. So, but we know how good he is. He's won two Cy Youngs, uh, including one just two years ago or uh, three years ago. Um, so we know he's an incredible player. He's got a great curveball and some his fastball velocity has been declining but that's expected as you get older um he still had great strikeout numbers in 2018 uh even in the uh, small sample size we saw in 2019 he had more strikeouts and innings pitched so i think if he can kind of bounce uh, return to form maybe even only if it's partly to form he'll still help out that yankees rotation which was kind of shaky uh it was looking kind of shaky because we weren't really sure what was going to happen with with Tanaka with Paxton. Uh, we don't know what's uh, how good Severino is going to be coming back after major injury. I mean, the only established starter was um, Garrett Cole, but now I, I think the the Kluber signing will help them, even if he's not as good as he used to be. Is uh, Tanaka going to Japan or is he staying? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard that much about him. Some people say that if he doesn't uh, re-sign with the Yankees, he's going back to Japan. Some people say he's not. So, I mean, I don't know. Uh, MLB, MLB says uh, he's getting strong interest from Japanese teams. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. And Severino, I don't know what's going on with him. I think he, like, hurt his wife or something, like, beat her up. I don't know. Uh, that, that's yeah I, I don't know what's going on he's kind of strange guy but like he seems to be friends with CC Bastia if you listen to his podcast he they're like pretty good friends uh, so yeah uh, I guess yeah. that's looking pretty good for the Yankees so let's yeah. talk about another Yankee move LeMahieu he signed that like a lot of people thought he was going somewhere else but somehow some way he signed, and I think he got way underpaid. I think he's probably if Manny Machado is a three hundred million dollar man, I think LeMahieu is a three hundred million dollar man. But do you think he was underpaid or what? Um, yeah, I think he probably was a little bit. I think the Yankees were hesitant to give him a long term deal because he is thirty two years old. But I mean, I think he was he was definitely underpaid. I mean, you look, he doesn't strike out. He's his strikeout percentage is the ninety ninth percentile. His percentage is ninety ninth percentile. So he puts the ball in play, which is very important. Um, and he, he he hits home runs now, which he hadn't been doing in the past, but now he is. So he's he's an incredible defender. Uh, he's won a few gold gloves, I think. 
Uh, let's see. Yeah, uh, three-time Gold Glover, so he's a great defender. And when he signed with the Yankees, it was kind of went under the radar. People weren't sure if he was even going to play. And now he's uh, finished top five in MVP voting the last two years. So he's proven everyone wrong. On his second batting title, he, he is a great player. Yeah, I mean, probably best average hit, like, hit, hitter for average in the MLB right now. Maybe him or Tim Anderson, but probably him. And Yeah, I think it's him. Yeah. So let's talk about the White Sox. Um, they signed Liam Hendricks. Liam Hendricks was with the A's last year. He was pro, uh, one of the best uh, relievers in baseball. What does this move mean for the White Sox? And does this make them closer to contention? Yeah, this is a great move for the White Sox because they have a very uh, young, very talented bullpen. So this is a veteran for them who over the last two years has been maybe the best reliever in all of baseball. I mean, he's had a sub-2 sub ERA both years. Uh, he won the American League Reliever of the Year Award this year. Uh, that young bullpen with Crochet and Hoyer and uh, Aaron Bummer, a lot of guys like that, those are all young guys with a lot of with high upside, and this gives them a, a veteran guy who they um, kind of know is going to produce for them. Uh, it's not surprising to see him leave Oakland because you know Oakland's not going to pay very much, and uh, Hendricks wanted more money than that. Um, I had the White Sox winning the division even before this signing, so I think this just uh, solidifies that, for, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, um, I think this team, uh, young players like Robert, Luis Robert, I think this team a pretty bright future. I don't know how many more productive years you can get from Abreu, but hopefully it's like two or three more. I mean, ideally it'll be like Nelson Cruz, but I don't see that happening because you see the decline in him. Like even though he won MVP, like his his defense has gone down a lot. But yeah, this team, like you, I think I would say they would probably win the AL Central, especially that the Indians lost. Uh, Lindor uh yeah I think that's that's what pretty much it for the White Sox yeah I, yeah, I don't I mean, I, so yeah what the White Sox with uh going back to Abreu um they have the number one first base prospect in all of baseball and Andrew Vaughn so I think they just kind of want Abreu to hang on until Vaughn can be major league ready yeah yeah so once again bright future for this team uh yeah so let's Move on to talking about another uh, AL Central team, Hap to the Twins. Uh, Luke, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, uh, Jay Hap has been a consistent veteran. Uh, it's been a consistent veteran. He was an All Star in 2018 with the Blue Jays, but uh, since coming to New York, actually this year he was pretty good. But in 2019 he struggled. Uh, had a almost five ERA. Um, but he he's a, he's a left-handed pitcher, and that uh, blue uh, excuse me the um, Twins team really needs pitching. We know what a good hitting team they are. We saw that 2019 and again this year. That's what put them into the playoffs. Um, but their their pitching struggled. Uh, really, uh, other than Jose Barrios and Kenta Maeda, their starting rotation wasn't that strong. They had a solid bullpen, but 
Uh, I think the J.A. Happ signing will, will help them as long as he's able to maintain at least some of the production he had this year when he had a mm-hmm. ERA of right about uh, three and a half in yeah. nine starts. Yeah, that's a pretty good sign for Twins. As we know, they're bomb squad, but they need some pitching too. Uh, we saw in the playoffs, they struggled to to go through a bunch of and We saw it. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like they need some help. Like Sergio Romo. I just I keep on thinking of that. Even though he haps is just like I, I don't I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm thinking about that, but he sold. I just remember that. That's like, yeah, that just shows yeah. I need pitching. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So we have a few more topics. So we have this like Kike to Boston. That's that came out today. Uh, but uh, yeah. But there are like a few more like Quintana to Angels, Yates to the Blue Jays, Lester to the Nats, Archie Bradley to Philly, Pedro Bias to Houston. And Wood to San Francisco and Profile resigning. Uh, do any of the, those topics interest you, or do they all seem kind of boring, not really big deals? Um, maybe I think the Kirby Yates one is kind of interesting because he was mm-hmm. one of the best relievers in baseball in 2019. He was an All Star. Uh, he was really good. Um, but then this year he had injury problems. He only pitched four innings, and in those four innings, he was terrible. So <laughs> it's kind of interesting to see how he's going to do um, in Toronto because their bullpen was terrible, really. Um, so I, I hope he can have a uh, a good year this year and bounce back. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what he can do because he's been really. But at the start of his career, he was not very good, and then all of a sudden he came to San Diego and he was great. But now he's in Toronto, so we'll, be, we'll see how he does there. Yeah. Uh, and the other one, you go. Sorry, you go, you go. All right. So uh, about that, uh, the Blue Jays keep on adding. This is another reason that they could be the best team in the AL East. But I, I was interested about the John Lester to the Nats. Um, I don't know where the Nationals are at. They won the World Series in 2019, but last year, like, was that was not a fluke, right? That just like they didn't have like, Kurt Suzuki's gone now too. He's at the Angels, and like, what's what's going on with this team? Like, are are they planning on contending soon? Because Lester doesn't really fit the timeline, right? Yeah, I I don't know what's going on because they traded for um, Josh Bell. And now they signed John Lester, but they lose Kurt Suzuki. So I don't I don't know where they're going. I mean, are they trying to rebuild? Are they trying to contend? Because I, I can't see them contending, but it doesn't look like they're trying to rebuild. Because, I mean, signing Lester, he's 37 years old. He's been on the decline in just about every stati- statistic. So I, I don't really get this sign for Washington. I mean... Yeah, I, I don't really get that, why they would do that, because I don't know where they're going as a franchise. Yeah, so we also have another move for Philly. Um, Archie Bradley signed with them. Uh, he was he got traded this season to the Reds midseason, and he had a four ERA in uh, 10, 10 games with the uh, with the Diamondbacks, but he played six games with the 
Reds and he had a 1.17 ERA. This is probably a good sign for the Twins. I am for the for the uh, Phillies. But what what are your yeah. thoughts on this on this signing? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty good signing. Uh, the Phillies bullpen was the worst in baseball uh, this year. They they couldn't do none of their relievers could do anything. They got Workman and uh, from the Red Sox midseason, and he was bad. I mean, their entire bullpen just struggled. So I I think this will help them because Archie Bradley has been a pretty consistent reliever his whole career. I mean, we saw him in 2017. He got MVP votes, which for a relief pitcher is a big deal, uh, especially for one that's not a closer. So I think this is a pretty good signing. Uh, his fastball velocity is going down, even though he's only 28. So that's a little bit odd to see that happening for a guy who's considered a pretty hard thrower. So I don't know what's going on there, but I think this is a pretty good sign for Philly because their bullpen has been—it's been a real struggle in the bullpen for them. So maybe this can help them uh, lift that bullpen up, uh, and then. We'll see. Maybe Real Muto will come back, and then maybe the Phillies can contend, uh, just like they're trying to do right now. Yeah, uh, on that Real Muto note, uh, Real Muto note, I saw that um, MLB.com. There's article saying that he could go to the Braves and sign, and uh, they'll trade Travis Darno. Like, is that? Imagine that move. What happens there? Does that mean that the Braves take the? And at least back, like people think the Mets are ahead of them now. Would, would that make the it more even, or maybe make the Braves ahead? What do you think with that? Yeah, I mean, I think that would put the Braves ahead. Um, I mean, yeah, the Braves ahead, because as good as Darno was this year, uh, this was really his first big offensive season, and defensively, Romuto's uh, definitely better than uh, Darno is. But I think this would definitely help them. Because that offense is good and their staff is good, so and Real Muto is the best catcher in baseball. So, but we saw the um the Phillies offer him a hundred million dollar contract. So, I don't I don't know if the Braves are willing to pay that much, but maybe Real Muto is willing to go for less money, uh, work because he wants to try and win a ring and he thinks he has a better chance in Atlanta, which he he would. So. I can see it happening, but I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, I think the Braves, I think they're right there. It, it just sucked this year that they just barely, they blew a 3-1 lead. Like, I think they were there. I think they're, this team is good enough to win a World Series, make it to a World Series. It's just, it's just so hard that they just barely, like, they were so close to making it. But, oh, whatever, that's just part of the game. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. like... Whatever, it's just you have to deal with it. Let's yeah, talk. That team has so much talent. Yeah, that team. They're a pretty young team too, right? Yeah, for the most part, they're a pretty young team. Yeah, yeah. With Acuna being, I think Acuna, um, he could be. I think I see him having a bit better year this year. I think he had like a slight down year last year, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, but slight down year for Acuna is still. A, a very good year. Uh, he he was still was a, very good this year, but I think he'll he'll improve uh, this year because he's still only what twenty three something like that. So I I can only see him getting better from here. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's stop talking about Braves. Let's move on to talking about Pedro Baez to Houston. What does this mean, Luke? I don't. I honestly don't know much about this dude. 
I've seen him pitch a few times because he's in the division as a Giants. But does this mean anything special? I think the Astros are still. I don't like them. But. Yeah, I, I, I don't think this changes very much. I mean, um, I, I don't know very much about him either. I know his nickname is the Human Rain Delay because apparently <laughs> it takes forever. Uh, so that's. I don't think that's really a good thing, but I don't know. Um, he, he's been a, a pretty good reliever for the Dodgers, though, for the past few years. Um, this, this helps the Astros, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's not really a big time move. Yeah, that's that's the thing in baseball. There's so many players coming in and out of the league, signing bare, bare contracts, but doing good for like two months. They get some like offers, but it, it's like there's so much small movement in baseball that it's hard to keep track of everything. And like, I'm gonna be honest, I don't know who Jose Quintana is. That might make me sound like a casual. Maybe I am, but Luke, is this guy any good? You're going to the Angels. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. So he's a former All-Star. He made the All-Star team in 2016. So that was a while ago. And then he got traded to the Cubs. And when he got traded to the Cubs, it was it was a kind of big deal. But since he's been on the Cubs, he hasn't been very good. This year only pitched in four games. Yeah, and on the Cubs, he hasn't been very good. And we've seen the Angels make uh, a lot of moves like this, getting these kind of mid-level starters who have had like one good year. Uh, we saw them sign Matt Harvey, Julio Tehran. Linscombe was in the Angels, right? Yes, and Linscombe, uh, and all those guys are bad with them. So, I, I, I mean, have they not learned? Are they going to try and hope that he can return to his Chicago White Sox form? I don't know. Um, but the Angels really need pitching, so maybe they're willing to risk it to, uh, for Quintana. Yeah, um, about the Angels, I, I, I was like a few years ago when we saw. It. Trout signed that contract. I was kind of upset. I like people said he might be coming to Philly, some other places. At that point, Philly was looking on the uprise, but I was just hoping that he would get out of that situation. He's gone to the postseason once, I think. Yeah, once, and, and they yeah, lost time. in the wild card to the A's. Like, it, it's it's very it's a tough situation. Like all the other goats, they all have like one world series and like. Barry Bonds, he went to the World Series. He didn't win, but he had that huge home run. If you saw that, I, I'm pretty sure everyone's seen it. But yeah, I think I, I hope this is not a waste of a career. Like we saw Rendon come, he was injured the first part of the season. He came. That's but like Cormac says, cupcake season doesn't really count. I want. I'm looking for this year. Wait, is this year considered cupcake cupcake season two or like with a little? I, don't, with... I think they're playing. I think they're planning on playing a full one sixty two this year. Yeah, but he said it was. But some people think it's cup, cupcake because of lack of fans. But I think there will be a lot more fans this year, especially because baseball is an outdoor sport. You know. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they're gonna try and have at least some fans. Um, I mean, I I don't think having less fewer fans makes it a cupcake season. I think that's... It'll I be like Tiger Games. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I, I, I don't think that really changes anything. Because, I mean, I think some guys really like playing in front of fans, but really, it, it, it doesn't make that much of a difference. Yeah, so we have five more things to talk about that happened in the last week. Wood, San Francisco, anything special or just keep it moving? Yeah, Alex Wood, another former All-Star with the Dodgers. Um, he's he's a, 
Okay, left-handed pitcher. Um, I, the the Giants just need someone to replace Drew Smiley, and I think that's what this is for them. Former All-Star doesn't mean much in baseball, right? Because there's so many spots for an All-Star team. Yeah. Um. I. I and he's been on the decline. He's older. Yeah. And but you're right. There's there's so many spots on the All-Star team, and it it doesn't mean as much, especially when it's three or four years ago. Yeah. All right, and then we have two more free agent signings and then two trades. So let's finish off the free agents. Kike and Richards to Boston. This this is probably easier for you to talk about because you are a Red Sox fan, but what are your thoughts on having Kike come? Because he's one of people's favorite players. Yeah, uh, Kike was a very popular player with the Dodgers. Um, He's a super utility guy, which is uh, always kind of fun to see. Um, he's been an all right major league player. He was pretty good in 2018. He hit 20 home runs, hit 256. So I, I think it's a, a decent signing. Um, he'll play second base for the Red Sox probably. So, I mean, I hope he can do well and maybe he can help the Red Sox, but it's not going to be they something that going pushes they're you not into going the playoffs. Anywhere. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. This is not going to be something that makes them go to the playoffs. And it's the same thing with Garrett Richards. He's another guy who's just been a decent player his whole career. So it's it's really the same thing with Kike. Uh, just you know, all right signing, but he's not going to push you into the playoffs. I say best case for the Red Sox, fourth in the East. That's it. Yeah, probably. That's kind of sad, but yeah. yeah. I mean, they got the World Series. They're chilling. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we saw Jerickson Profar. stays in San Diego. I feel like he's bounced around the league a couple of times in the last few years but now he has had his best year in san diego right and this is like i guess who wouldn't want who would want to leave san diego especially yeah like the location perfect probably one of the best locations of baseball and then the team this team right now is super exciting you'll get all of the like viewing dollars the team will get all those everyone will get a little bit more money uh, I think uh, it's not surprising that he stayed. Why would you wouldn't want to leave this situation unless you're going to the Yankees or the Dodgers? I'd say. Yeah, I mean, why, you said it. Why would you want to leave with the amount of exciting players they have? They're going to contend for the World Series. Uh, and you, yeah, he did have his best year this year. Um, he was he's a former top prospect with the Rangers. He never really panned out, and then he got then he went to Oakland, and he wasn't that good. And then he went to, now he's in San Diego. So I, he signed, I think, a three-year deal. So I think this is good for Profar for the Padres. He's just kind of a bench bat, a solid bench bat for them. So I think it's it works. Um, and he's a utility guy too; can play a lot of positions. Uh, and he's a switch hitter. So I think this is good for both the Padres and for uh, Jerks and Profar. Yeah. So now we have our two trades left. Uh, Mosgrove to <laughs> San Diego. I have no idea who that is. I'll be honest. <laughs> and, I'm not uh, this dude Joey. Uh, I don't, what's the, what's the last name? How do you pronounce it? Uh, I'm I'm not totally sure. It's something like Lu Chasey or something like that. <laughs> I'm not totally sure how to say it. Um, <laughs> they're both nobody nobodies, right? Like nothing special. So, uh, Lu Chasey is more of a nobody. Musgrove, uh, he has more of an upside because he has really good strikeout stuff. Uh-huh. Um, he strikes out. He was in the top 10% in strikeout rate this year, so that's good. 
uh, and also top 7% in um, exit velocity against him. So he has potential to be very good, and he was all right this year. And so he's probably going to be the Padres five-star, honestly, uh, with the rotation they have. So it's it's a, I don't know, a decent trade for the Padres. Um, and for the Pirates, they're just really trying to rebuild. They're trading everybody. There's talks of them trading uh, Jameson Tyon, I think is how you say his name. Um, so they're just looking to trade everybody at this point. Yeah, like, all right, that's that's pretty much the news. Um, some big names, some small names, some nobodies. But are there any other topics you want to talk about before? Oh, um, um, rest in peace, Hank Aaron. I forgot to mention that. He's, yeah. uh, he's like one of the best home run hitters all time. He probably slept on in the GOAT conversation. But do you have any thoughts about Hank Aaron? Yeah, it, it's sad that he died because, I mean, he's uh, such an... He was, like you said, he's really slept on the greatest players of all time conversation. But he was more than just a baseball player, too, because he stood up to uh, all types, all sorts of racism and stuff like that when he was chasing Babe Ruth's record. And he just kept, he kept persevering, and he's... Uh, inspiration for everyone who wants to play baseball. Yeah, that that was a tough loss for the baseball community, especially after all the losses in the past year. Um, yeah, I think that's it for today. You have anything to say? Nope, that's it. All right, so we'll be back soon. Uh, soon as hopefully, we saw Bauer make a video of him talking about free agency. He's just teasing everyone. Hopefully, he signs soon. But yeah. if, I assume that's that. Who are the big free agents? Real Muto and Bauer, uh, right? That's it. Yeah. Real Muto, Bauer, uh, Semyon, oh. Ozuna, Ozuna. Bro, what is taking them so long to sign, man? I yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know why the Braves don't go get him because they that he would help them a lot. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll be back soon. Peace.